Was there ever a time when you just stared at the clock waiting for the bell ring to dismiss you for the day? Do you ever feel joy because you have an after-school activity? Some children in the world will, ne will never experience those feelings. Every child deserves an education. Unfortunately, some young girls and women are rarely given the same opportunity as men to learn. Welcome to FPS. For those of you who are new listeners, FPS stands for Female Podcast Station. We are glad to have you on. Today we have on our show Malala. She is a young female activist advocating for female rights. Malala was a girl who was lucky enough to attend school in a part of the world that was almost impossible. It, on October 9th, 2012, a Taliban gunman shot Malala as she rode home on a bus. She was only 15 years old. Sadly, like so many other girls in the world, Malala was a victim of ter terrorism. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Today, we'll, today we will be interviewing you about the new book you just released. Okay. Why don't you tell us about the new book you just wrote? Sure. What inspired you to write it? Well, I wanted to write a book to help motivate other girls to speak out about their rights. I tell my story not because it is unique, but because it's the story of many girls. Can you give us a quick summary of what the book is about? I have met many young children who want to know about what happened in my life and why I believe in education for all. So it is important for me to share my story with them. The book I was, the book is about many things. It is about my childhood, my friends, my family. Writing this story was important to me because I was speaking out on the behalf of all the young children whose voices can't be heard. I see. Recently, we had a lady on our podcast who designed an infographic about female equal rights. Can you comment about how that could relate to what you are campaigning for? Although we have made progress with gender equality, we still have a long way before everything is truly equal. That is what the infographic is trying to teach us about. I guess this is this relates to what I was campaigning for because it is an attempt on educating the community about equal rights for all. It can also relate to my book, too. This is because my book is about the experiences of my friends, family, and myself. The infographic is about the experience of many people in the form of statistical data. The infographic shows us the milestones we have made in the past with gender equal rights. After the reader gets shown that, the information they learn gets compared to the now. I think making comparisons like that can help suggest what life could be like living in the past and in the future. In a sense, that's what my book is about. Knowing that information makes me feel inspired to read your book. It sounds very interesting. That is one of the reasons we wanted to interview you for the FPS. We heard a lot about your story, and we couldn't wait to have you on. The main reason we chose to talk about the other woman and her infographic was because we thought your guys' projects were very similar. They are. If you had to pick one theme that goes with your book, what would it be and why? That is a very good question. I would say the theme for my book is that persevering during times of hardship can help you overcome life's biggest challenges and struggles to help you achieve goals. I did not give up when the Taliban shot me. My friends and I did not give up after a school was bombed. We continued to go to school even when they made a law against it. We persevered when they closed their schools and we persevere now. What type of craft and structure did you use while writing your book? Do you feel that it impacted the way the reader thought of your story? When writing my book, I used alliteration, allusions, hyperboles, and metaphors. I also used types of symbolism and imagery, too. I like to write my book in a certain way so that it makes it more relatable for the person reading it. Well, I think your book is really well written because of all the types of author's craft 
you used while writing it. I noticed that in the first part of the memoir, when you were living happily in SWAT, has much more a lighthearted tone. The tone and mood darkened once the Taliban arrived to Swat Valley in 2007 and becomes much more urgent when you and your father step up as activists. Was that a type of author's craft? Yes, it was. That was an example of a time when I used tone and mood in my story. Oh, I get it. I brought my book along. I was told before the show that you wanted me to read a sample to the audience. If you wouldn't mind. Not at all. One autumn day when I was still in primary school, our desk started to trample and shake. Earthquake, we yelled. We ran outside, some of us falling as we crowded through the narrow door and gathered around our teachers for safety and comfort. Like like chicks around a mother hen, a few of the girls were crying. Wow, I really like that part of you decided to read because it shows what type of stuff you had to go through living in Swat Valley. I really like the descriptive words you used too. Thank you. All right then, that wraps up the show. Thank you for letting us interview you. Anytime, thank you for having me. Bye. That concludes our interview with Malala and brings us to the next segment of our podcast. Don't forget to tune in to our next show where we will be interviewing more influential women in today's society. I'm, I'm your host and this is the FPS. FPS.